from everyone braving the bushfire smoke to come along tonight. I don't know how it's affecting you, but it leaves me a bit with a bit of a headache and so on. So my my words might be somewhat brief tonight. But I just want to say a little bit about um, the experience of frustration, and it's a little bit of a segue into it in background. Uh, one of the things yesterday I, I did yesterday is I I bought a new car. And I'd had my old car for 20 years, which is over a quarter of my lifetime. That's quite some time. And uh, and one of the things you find, like when something's been with you for so long and then you let it go, there's a kind of a, a little bit of grieving as well as excitement for the, the new car that's going to come along. But one of the things I was amused about in myself is that, and this can happen with Dharma practice in various ways is that we try to see through our pride, you know, and our identity. And I, I've been aware of this for, for quite some time that there's kind of an inverse pride in having an old car. Um, and now here I am with a new car. So I'm just a new car wanker like everyone else. <laughs> and, um, but it, but you, you see that even, you know, if you if you choose sort of uh, to be downwardly mobile, you know, or to or to even live a life of voluntary poverty, if you did that, how easily you can attach pride to that experience, and then it gets in the way, in some way. It's like it's something that you carry around, which is extra to the actual experience. But the other thing I noticed um, about going from an old car to a new car is that the, the old one, of course, rattled and, you know, wasn't a very smooth ride and became more and more like that after years. And then today, driving the new one, everything's so smooth, you know, and so on. And it um, reminded me again of um, the meaning of the word dukkha, which, as you all know, is the, usually translated as the Buddhist word for suffering. But suffering's not really such a great translation because suffering often means like acute pain or acute trauma or something like that whereas the meaning is closer to something like dissatisfaction but the word frustration comes to mind to me as, as well as a way of trying to describe what the experience of dukkha is and when you go into the um the the sanskrit wording or maybe it's the pali but a pali actually um, the word that see there's dukkha and the sukha, uh, and do or dus means bad, and ka means sky or emptiness or space or hole. So to experience dukkha is to be in a bad space, mm-hmm. and it referred to um, the hole that an axle goes through on a cart. So if it's a big hole. You know, then it's going to be a rough ride that you're going to have. You know, very uncomfortable ride. And um, sukha would be its opposite. You know, a smooth ride um, when you're going through life and everything is smooth. But the Buddha didn't teach that you go from dukkha to sukha, because when you get a new car, then you worry about it getting scratches. You know, and getting old. You know. Um, so even whether you're having a smooth experience or a rough experience, um, these things just change, you know, with time, you know, and the coming and going of things. So 
Um, dukkha is to do, you could say it's dissatisfaction too, but the word frustration is very close to um, understanding what its meaning is and, and what the Buddha was trying to get at. Because if we reflect on it, um, when we're frustrated, um, it's a symptom of indicating that we, we expect things to be different from what they were. You know, and so then frustration arises. Um, but if we were just with things the way they are, um, and you, you can experience this yourself from your own life, there's a way where you can either not be frustrated because you're just with things the way they are and they're not necessarily going the way you thought they would, or you notice frustration arising at it, like a door that won't open easily or something when it was supposed to open, it won't shut properly, just simple little things. Um, and you, you can see, if you're really mindful about it in the moment, the frustration can start to arise, but you, you don't actually have to be. It's not like it's automatic that you have to be frustrated. You know? um, it's not automatic. Um, if you just came back to being present with the, with the door that won't open or won't close, then that's all that's happening. And you see much more clearly that frustration is something that you add on to that experience because I wasn't expecting it to be this way and it shouldn't be this way. Um, and we can get really uh, caught up in our, our, uh, our frustration with everyday life. Um, and it's dukkha, it's dissatisfying. Um, <clears throat> reflecting on it, having, having um, done practice being a therapist for many years, you can see people that can get all kinds of insights in their life and, and, and start to um, understand their emotions and so on in various different ways. And yet what remains, even though they've done all of that work, what remains is a strong level of frustration um, with their life. And this is where Dharma practice comes in and, and, is in, and can be different to what therapy is because therapy can help us to see what we're avoiding. You know, the emotional experiences we avoid or the, the people that we avoid or the situations we avoid. But it won't necessarily help us to see what we're trying to gain. It doesn't necessarily teach us the principle of no gain. So if you're not trying to escape from something or avoid anything, and then you're not also not gaining anything, then you can't be frustrated. Mm -hmm. But but every nearly every human being is trying to gain something, and they like again spiritual gaining, enlightenment, happiness. Mm -hmm. It's not just the material things. Um, uh, better health, better physical health, better mental health. There's a sense that I should be gaining. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not suggesting that people don't work towards their, their mental or physical health where they can. Um, but if we're not, it's not going in the direction that we expect it will go to, it will add frustration, which is another level of um, pain on top of what we really have. So in, in many ways, what emerges out of doing years and years of Zen practice 
is this frustration, that frustrating it, that layer that we put onto life just seems to drop away and we find ourselves complaining less. Or if we can change something, we can change it. Right? If we can't, we can't, but we find ourselves um, complaining less. So focus on that. Just notice in your everyday life where you get frustrated and, and look into it in terms of seeing that it's something um, added on to the experience of what actually is. But if it arises, then that's, that's energy emerging in a certain kind of way and just be present to it. Um, but we can get, there's a way in which we can get caught up with frustration where we make it a lifestyle. You know, it's a kind of a drama that we create that everything is frustrating, you know, and you expect everything to be frustrating and you keep on feeding the frustration. Um, but it's not a very productive way to live. <coughs> 